For times where death was a fear and not a constant. For times where a man's life meant something, where blood was not allowed to pool among the weeds. For an end to hard times. Welcome back to the Bookbirds. This is episode 8, and today we are talking about Sean Morrison's book, Lead Destiny. My name is Katherine Evenson. My name is Kylie Hagman. And my name is Marissa Medine, and let's give a round of applause for Sean, because he's here today. <laughs> so, hi, Sean. How are you doing? Hi, uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. So, we're excited to talk about your book today and about your self-publishing on Amazon, since we're all publishing majors and we all want to write one day. Mm-hmm. And you've done both, publish and, the, and write. And I think, like, the fact that, like that you wrote this during quarantine was very impressive and in college and in like, college yeah like i tried we all tried at some point probably trying to write over quarantine and it's a lot harder than we thought it was going to be more so. just writing in general like with just, school yeah so that was very impressive and huge props to you for getting that whole book out during that so that was insane well yeah and taking the initiative to publish on your own like mm-hmm. good job yeah well thank you it's very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, for writing during quarantine, what was that like? Was it a lot easier to have, like, the time to write during quarantine? Or or was it... Did you feel like it was a lot less pressure or anything like that? Oh, I'd say definitely. Uh, a lot of my classes were, like, asynchronous. Mm-hmm. So I could do, like, all my work whenever I wanted to. And then I'd just, like, at the end of the night, uh, at, like, 10 o'clock, I'd be like, all right, See you, Dad. I'm going to start writing. Oh, my gosh. You started writing at 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. That's, like, when the inspiration yeah. hits? Uh, I'm, a, I'm also kind of a night owl, so I'd yeah. be up to, like, okay. 2 anyway. That's fair. Yeah. I at think 2, I'm, I'm passed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a major dedication right there. That's very cool. Would you normally write the whole time, though, like, from 10 to 2? Oh, I'd get very distracted very oh, easily. Oh, really? It'd probably be, like, like an hour or an hour and a half of, like, actually writing, but mm-hmm. then for, like, at least 30 minutes. Well, and your it. book's pretty long, so that's oh, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's that, really impressive. How long do you think it took you to write the book start to finish? I think it was 10 months. 10 months. Wow. Yeah, like, I started in June and finished in, like, April of the mm-hmm. next year. Wow. That's, yeah, that, I've seen a lot of different authors have different trajectories for how long it takes them to write their books, and I, this one author that I follow was like, oh yeah, I've been writing this series since high school, and she was like 10 years later, but then sometimes they're like, oh yeah, I wrote it in a month, so I think it's like, it's interesting to see how the trajectory for different authors and their works pan out like that. Yeah, I think especially, like, just, like, the whole 10 months, like, I think that's pretty impressive. But, like, we're both your semesters asynchronous for the most part. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, you self-published this book on Amazon. Do you do you think that that was um, the easiest way to publish it, or do you think that that was something that you are going to want to do for your next book? What, what was it like being able to just kind of publish it right away on Amazon? I mean, it wasn't my first choice. Uh, I did, like, send out a lot of query letters to, like, um, literary agents, but I didn't get any responses because, I mean, I'm just some kid. But uh, that being said, it was kind of nice. I don't know. I have kind of a love-hate relationship with Amazon Mm -hmm. because it was really easy and it was free. Yeah. Uh, And also, like, if you do Kindle Direct Publishing Select, like, Mm -hmm. you get 70% of the royalties. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. That was very nice. I'm going to keep that in mind. (laughs) That's very nice. But on the other hand, like, you're also on your own. Like, no one's helping you with it. Like, it's just kind of there. Yeah. Well, you do have now three publishing friends yeah. i'd say that you can yeah, come yeah. to if next you have time questions. you need something published <laughs> yeah we're learning how to do that so. <laughs> so moving on like we talked a little bit like when we first met about your inspiration but do you want to just tell like the listeners like your a little bit of your inspiration for the book 
Uh, sure. So, well, my mom was a librarian, so we had books, like, a lot in the house. Um, and I also, like, growing up, I was one of those kids who'd rather look out the window than pay attention in class. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, I just have an overactive imagination, I kind of guess. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's good for being a writer, though. I was going to say, I bet that really helps the, the ideas come flowing for any kind of book that you're writing. So, it must be really nice when it comes down to, like, brainstorming for the book and everything. Yeah. I mean, that was also, like, brainstorming. The thing about it was, like, you just keep a... I have a notes app tab that's just a mile long. And I'd wake up at, like, 2 in the morning or something and be like, oh, God. That'd like, be with great. an idea? Like, yeah. <laughs> have you ever had, like, that moment where you're, like, writing something and you're like, oh, I want to go in a different direction now, so you have to, like, go back and, like, yeah. move it? Mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That sounds so stressful. <laughs> so, um, what what was kind of, like, your writing process when you were writing the book? Did you just, like start at the beginning start at chapter one and just go through it or did you kind of do it like scene by scene how did you kind of how did you work through that uh i guess i was kind of lucky because with like the thought process i just kind of had like bare bones the entire story almost mm -hmm. um and then it was just a matter of like i did start at the beginning when i started actually writing but it was just a matter of like okay i have these great ideas how do i get from a to b mm-hmm would you recommend that for, like, any other authors? I, I, I heard of one author who's like, oh, yeah, I always start at the end, and, and I get the conclusion out there, and then I redo it from the backwards to forwards. So what would, would you recommend that to any other future writers or anything? I mean, it worked for me. It probably wasn't the easiest way. I'd say, like, just write whatever, like, is fresh in your mind or, like, you're most, like, interested in. Mm -hmm. I actually I brought a quote specifically for this. Uh, Terry Pratchett said that the first draft is just telling yourself the story, and you can fix whatever you need to fix when you're editing. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Um, something I wanted to ask you um, that kind of more specifically with Lead Destiny, um, I noticed, like, there's, like, it takes place in the Wild West, and, like, do you have, like, an attachment to the Wild West, or do you like, like, Western stories and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, so my mom would always have AMC on back when okay. AMC was, like, old movies. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is this movie from, like, oh, 1969. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've probably seen it 150 okay, times. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. It's my favorite movie ever, and I don't know, I kind of just always liked Cowboys after that. Yeah. That's Do you go back and watch it now? Oh, I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> was that something, like, if you were, like, oh, like, I'm just, like, coming into, like, some writer's block, would you be, like, turn on that movie and be, like, okay, let me get some inspiration, or... Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, honestly, I can quote, like, the first five minutes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Are you ever worried about, like, having something that's too similar to something else, or, or anything like that? Absolutely, yeah. Like, as I was writing it, there's also this game, Red Dead Redemption 2, and, like, I got, like, maybe three-quarters of the way writing th this thing, and I was like, is this just the exact same plot? <laughs> yeah. Like, did I just plagiarize this? Yeah. I feel the same way when I'm writing. I'm like, oh, this is such a great idea, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure too, somebody yeah. else already <laughs> came up with this. Do you feel like that, Kylie? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I feel that way all the time. Like, for a creative writing class especially, mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, this is a good idea, and then I'm like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really hard, though, like, coming up with, like, a 100% authentic, like, yeah. idea that just you yeah. have thought of, because everything's been written, really. Yeah. I think it's easier. Yeah. Kylie and I are in the same uh, nonfiction creative writing class right now, mm -hmm. which is... Like, how do you write nonfiction creatively yeah. is a question in and of itself. Yeah. But I think it's easier to kind of, with nonfiction, you, like, those stories are yours. But with fiction, you really have to, like, bring your own story into it. So yeah. I think that's something that's really special about that. 
So we kind of discussed like your inspiration to begin writing this book, but like, did you have an inspiration to begin writing in general? Like you said, your mom was a librarian, but like, what made you want to be a writer? Um, I've always been kind of good with words. Like English was my subject back in the day. Um, and I don't know, I've always wanted to like create something. Mm -hmm. And I thought writing was probably the way I'd do it best. Because I don't have, like, a mind for, like, visual art or anything. Mm -hmm. And so when the pandemic hit and, like, I was just bored out of my mind, I was like, start writing. Why not? Cool. That's really cool. So if did you have anything that, like, you really learned while you were writing the book about, like, n not about, not only about, like, the process of writing, but just, like, what you learned about yourself as a writer, something that you were like, oh, like, now that I'm writing this... I can use this for the next time that I'm writing or anything like that. Yeah, um, it was honestly writing a book sounds really scary, but mm -hmm. then actually doing it, once you get like on a roll, it's not. Because it's just like, I don't know, you write every day and you just try to like stay consistent with it. And mm -hmm. if you can, it's just like part of your routine. I agree. It does sound scary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you think that's like advice you'd offer to someone like trying to write their own book? Like just add it into your routine daily? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... It was, like, Jerry Seinfeld or someone said, like, if you want to get good at something, just, like, do it every day. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, good writing as long as, like... As long as you're putting something on the page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, even with this book, like, I had to rewrite, like, the entire first chapter because I finished the book and I was like, wow, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have any advice for any listeners who would like to start writing? I mean, I know you were saying, like, just, just sit down and start writing. Is Especially, like for writing in college because I know like we're all trying to write in college you were writing while you're in college is there any advice that you would have to somebody who feels like they don't really have time to do that right now uh yeah I'd say like I don't know don't think of it as like a chore or like an obligation just like have fun with it and realize like there's not really a wrong way to do it mm -hmm. and if you can like approach it from that angle it's not really something you have to fit in your schedule it's like something you want to fit in your schedule mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that's nice because I think a lot of people think, like, I have to do it, like, yeah. and then it becomes less, like, a, a passion yeah. and more like a chore, so I think that was really well said. I think Thank that's you. really good advice, too, because sometimes I get in my head, like, I'll start to try to write something, I'll be like, this isn't good, I just want to stop, like, yeah. and then I, I won't come back to it, you know, like, I, I feel like it's interesting <clears throat> that you're saying, like, to just stick with it, even if you know, like, it's not really what you want, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you think that, um, like, the most difficult part of, like, the creative process was? Like, especially if you kind of get stuck and you, you don't know where to go. Like, what was the most difficult part of just kind of cranking everything out? Um, honestly, I think it was, like, just trying to find ways to, like, get to those good ideas, like I said earlier. Mm -hmm. Like, because, like, I'd have all these, like, oh, I want to do this and this and this, but, like... It was like, all right, so, like, how do I get from, you know, like, point A to point B? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't, like, that was very difficult. Like, the ideas themselves weren't hard, mm -hmm. but, like, how to make the story work and, like, all the ideas connect. Yeah, I think I think that that's always the, the craziest thing for me is when I see how authors are able to kind of, like, connect all the little plot points together and kind of get rid of those plot holes is the hardest thing that I would think would be for authors. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is your favorite scene that you wrote for the book? Uh, it's actually the scene that that quote at the beginning was from. Um, it's about 
like three quarters of the way through uh, the man of many names and Cassidy are talking to each other and kind of like trauma dumping on each other mm-hmm. and the man of many names like goes does like a flashback to when he was in the civil war and uh all of his war buddies just got a this like terrible battle and they start like singing the song together and like I don't know. It, I think it was my best writing in the book. Yeah, I really like that part yeah, as well. Yeah, that's a powerful Thank part. Thank you. Um, so are you working on another novel right now? I am kind of on and off because uh, college is just a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because college. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, so would you say that it would, is it going to be like a similar genre as Lead Destiny or are you working on something a little different? Oh, I was actually going completely different okay, on this one. Cool, really? Cool. Yeah. Do you want to give us a sneak peek? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know completely how it's going to play out yet, but right now it is about like a fishing boat off like the coast of Canada. And mm, I don't know, again, don't know how it's going to play out, but I do know something bad's going to happen. Okay. Cool. You'll have to let us know when you finish yeah. so what we can get it. What genre do you think it's going to be in? Uh, probably like horror. Honestly. Horror? Nice. Oh my gosh, that'll be really yeah. cool. Yeah. I Especially really, with a boat. Yeah, I, that, that just kind of <laughs> gives me like the, the ocean. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've seen many movies that take place in the middle of the ocean where I'm like, okay, not finishing that. Jaws, <laughs> but, the like, Meg. I'm like, nope. <laughs> it creeps me out, but like in a good way. Yeah, so just, like, publishing on Amazon. I know, like, I have a friend that also published on Amazon, but, like, they would recommend it. But would you recommend it to, like, anyone trying to get, like, their foot in the door in publishing or, like, trying to get their own work published? Oh, yeah. Um, Like I said, like, the uh, query letters with the literary agents, like, didn't pan out. But, like, now I can go back and, like, email new people and be like, oh, I already sold X number of books. Mm -hmm. And then also it's just, like, you can get it out to like people who want to read it. Like yeah. if your friends or family want to read it, mm-hmm. you can have like an actual book and like something to hold in your hand, and that's really cool. That's yeah, that cool, yeah. that sounds like it. That's a dream. I was gonna say one day we'll all be holding our books in our hands, just like <laughs> you, and it's gonna be. I, I bet that's like so surreal. And yours like, is gonna be, you know, on the bestsellers like yeah little <laughs> like table at Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. and we'll be like one day our work will be there too. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet that's, I just feel like that that would be like the coolest thing to be able to get a box of your books shipped to you and be like, that's my name on the cover. This mm-hmm. is my book. Yeah. It is. It's pretty cool. What was yeah. that like feeling when you when you found out that and not not when you found out because obviously you self-published it, but like when you got the books in and everything and you were able to see it for the first time? It was like this actually happened. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. It didn't feel real up to that point. But then yeah. like having it in your hands, like, yeah, like the physical like yeah. evidence right there. Yeah. Man, that's that's just crazy to me. That's like the coolest thing about yeah. publishing for me, I think. That is cool. Um, so did your like family and friends know you were writing a book or did was it kinda like a surprise to them? Uh like I told my dad okay, because yeah. like I was living with him at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really like advertise it much yeah. before mm-hmm. it was done because like for a long time I wasn't actually sure I was gonna yeah. finish it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't want to, like, be like, hey, I'm writing this book, and then you don't finish. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, like, they're like, what's, well, like, where's that book? And you're like, ugh, like. How about that? <laughs> that's how I feel, like, right now. Like, yeah. it's, like, when people are like, oh, are you writing still? And I'm like, about that, like, college is really busy right now. Like, <laughs> I, I need to take a step back. <laughs> I was like, if I could, I would. <laughs> right. You know, I, I feel like 
people kind of romanticize writing as just like, oh, like, just sit down and write your book yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, eh, it's not that easy, especially, yeah. like, for all of us who are in college right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, like, you're a reporter here, too, like, at yeah. the event, so, like, yeah. that's another job. Yeah. And, like, like, a lot of responsibilities, especially mm-hmm. with, like, English and writing and publishing and all that kind of stuff um, that reporting that are all very, like, writing-centered that mm-hmm. on top of that, you were like, oh, I'm going to write a book, too. I'm like, major props to you for that. <laughs> like, that's very cool. Yeah, I feel like right now, like, I don't even want to, like, think about writing because I'm, like, between, like, editing manuscripts for, like, mm-hmm. Phil mm-hmm. or, like, Becca and then doing all this. Yeah. I'm like, it's too much. Yeah. Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if there was one thing you wanted people to take away from Lead Destiny, what would it be? Um, Kind of a major theme of the book is, like, mental health mm-hmm. and, like, trying to like I don't know, struggling with it mm-hmm. so i guess the goal with writing lead destiny was it was kind of two parts like one is like mental health issues like aren't new like they've been around forever yeah. even if we didn't have like a name for them so like kind of telling people like it's not new it's not some weird thing like people mm-hmm. have been yeah. dealing with it for like as long as there have been people yeah. and then also another big part of that is like finding someone who can help you with it Mm-hmm. Because, like, at the start of the book, the man of many names is just, like, lone wanderer type, yeah. like, doesn't talk to anybody. And then Cassidy becomes, like, kind of his rock. Yeah. And, I don't know, for, at least for me, like, finding someone to talk to about that stuff has not been easy. Mm-hmm. But it's better that, like, you do have someone to talk to. Yeah. I know, but it's nice getting, like, kind of that outlet for, through writing, being able to get, kind of, like, get all those thoughts out of your head and, and all those ideas. And I bet... I mean, would you say that, like, writing is kind of, like, a really good outlet for, for doing that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like your answer because it's, like, you know, you're also, like, advocating towards, like, people, like, that read this. They can be, like, well, yeah, it's not something that we shouldn't talk about or should be silenced. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we can talk about these issues. Kind of, like, destigmatizing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the people with these issues aren't, like, weird, like, recluses or something. No. Like, they're yeah. the main characters of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I would say that, like, at least, especially nowadays, like, everybody, I mean everybody everywhere has something that they're struggling with whether they want to admit it or whether they want to be open Hide about it or not it, yeah. Yeah. yeah so i think that it's really like really brave of writers to be able to kind of put that in the forefront of their books so yeah and that's it's like cool. putting your heart on your sleeve like you're opening up your own beliefs and your own thoughts and like putting it into this book which is really like something that i think every writer should aspire to do like especially when writing you're putting yourself out there yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was kind of a tough part it was like I don't know, when it was finished, and, like, especially with my family, when they started reading it, it was like, oh, what if this is, like, actually terrible? And Or, like, how would they react? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a big fear of mine, too. <laughs> uh, like, my family will not be bad. reading. <laughs> I was like, if it's bad, just don't tell me. <laughs> I'll publish under a different name. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Okay, well, I think we're going to wrap up. Next week, we're going to discuss Wattpad, which is the place where some of our favorite stories were born, and we're going to end with a quote from Lead Destiny. And with that, the man of many names rode from that fateful town beside the woman of many powers out into the unknown, the frontier, in search of whatever might come their way. Thank you so much to Sean for being here. Yes, thank you. you. Thank we you loved for your having book. Me. Yeah, yeah, it was really, <laughs> really exciting. Yeah. You were like our Highly first recommend. guest. Yeah, yeah guest go to Amazon, buy exciting. it on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend but, it to anyone. Yeah, it was I'll very be cool. posting on my bookstagram as yeah, well. And yeah. if you um, come to ISU, you can get him to sign it for you. So yeah, purchase cool. it, have him sign it. <laughs> yeah, stop at the cool. Vedette building. Be like, where's Sean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, well, we'll see you next week. We're the Bookbirds. My name's Kylie Hagman. My name's Katherine Evenson. My name's Marissa Medine. And I'm Sean Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you guys next we'll see you week. Next week. Bye.